Hey everybody, welcome to the Proven Progress Podcast. I'm so happy you're here because that means you're ready to make some progress in your life and whether that is towards your health, your wealth, or just your relationships with your family, your friends, your partner, your colleagues at work, this is going to be a place where you can get the insights and ideas to do that. So I am so thankful that you're here allowing me to help you along your journey. And if you want to get a hold of some free resources or book a free strategy session with me, go to my website, bonnieprovincial.com. Hey, everybody. I hope you are having an awesome day. This episode, I'm going to start by sharing off a little bit of a story that is in the book U Squared by Price Pritchett. It's a it's a really small book. It's um, about taking quantum leaps. And the book starts off like this. And it is just the most mind-shifting story that really opened my eyes up to all kinds of possibilities. So... I'm going to just share it because, and I'm going to read it word for word from this book because I don't want to screw it up and I want to give Price Pritchett the proper credit because he wrote it, not me. All right, here we go. I'm sitting in a quiet room at the Millcroft Inn, a peaceful little place hidden back among the pine trees about an hour out of Toronto. It's just past noon, late July, and I'm listening to the desperate sounds of a life or death struggle going on a few feet away. There's a small fly burning out the last of its short life's energies in a futile attempt to fly through the glass of the window pane. The whining wings tell the poignant story of the fly's strategy. Try harder. But it's not working. The frenzied effort offers no hope of survival. Ironically, the struggle is part of the trap. It is impossible for the fly to try hard enough to succeed at breaking through the glass. Nevertheless, this little insect has staked its life on reaching its goal through raw effort and determination. This fly is doomed. It will die there on the windowsill. Across the room, ten steps away, the door is open. Ten seconds of flying time, and this small creature could reach the outside world it seeks, with only a fraction of the effort now being wasted. It could be free of this self-imposed trap, The breakthrough possibility is there. It would be so easy. Why doesn't the fly try another approach? Something dramatically different. How did it get so locked in on the idea that this particular routine and determined effort offer the most promise for success? What logic is there in continuing until death to seek a breakthrough which more of the same? No doubt this approach makes sense to the fly. Regrettably, it's an idea that will kill. Trying harder isn't necessarily the solution to achieving more. It may not offer any real promise for getting what you want out of life. Sometimes, in fact, it's a big part of the problem. If you stake your hopes for a breakthrough on trying harder than ever, you might kill any of your chances for success. That is the first page of Price Pritchett's book, U Squared. And man, that makes me just like want to take this book and smack it over my forehead and be like, that sounds like the first 30 years of my life. (laughs) 
And I know you guys can relate to this. And uh, what I want to propose is maybe if you've got a problem in your life right now, even if it's something as simple as your kids won't pick up their clothes off the floor, like, I don't know. I don't know what your problem is. But if you have a strategy that you're using consistently, maybe you've been using the same strategy of just nagging your kids to pick up their clothes for the last year or two years, the strategy eventually becomes the problem. There is more energy wasted on nagging and trying to get your kids to do it. If you would just try a different strategy, it might work. You know, and I like even say if it was your spouse and they were always leaving their socks on the floor instead of nagging them and calling them a slob like if instead you just went up and like passionately kissed them and said I love it when you pick up your socks and all of a sudden it would turn into like this game of every time I pick up my socks my wife passionately kisses me and now I'm motivated to do this instead of oh my gosh my wife has been nagging me to pick up my socks for the last five years doesn't when is she gonna get it I'm never gonna pick up my socks and it's just quite funny when when you hear these stories like the fly and you he- think of these stories like in your home in your family environment how many other places is your strategy the problem you know if you have a strategy of starting a diet for a week and then quitting until you are up another five pounds and then start a diet for a week and you have not had success, have not had success, when are you going to change up your strategy? You know, like when, when are you going to just totally go polar opposite and do something completely different? Okay. If the end goal is losing weight, maybe the strategy isn't a diet. Maybe the strategy is 30 minutes of exercise and you can eat whatever you want. And then maybe once you start exercising, you're like, hey, wait, I just worked my a-hole off for a half an hour. I don't want to eat that stuff, right? And it's different for all people. But the thing is, is that we are sometimes so stuck in our own patterns. We're so stuck in our own determination that we just will not give up on a strategy, And there's so much like hustle harder, you know, try harder. Well, what does it take to win? What does it take to succeed? Effort. Try harder, try harder, try harder. And you do need that. I'm not saying that you don't need effort and that you don't need to try. You do. You absolutely do. But you also need an effective strategy. And so if you want to feel a certain way, if you want to feel peace, if you want to feel love, if you want to feel joy on a daily basis, if you want to let go of your stress, if you want to let go of your worries, what strategies are you using right now? And what strategies are working? Because having anxiety that you have anxiety is not a useful strategy, okay? And sometimes we need to do something completely different that seems totally ridiculous and outrageous, okay? And and I've got great ideas about that. If anybody wants to, to message me or have some laughs with me, but even to throw out a couple, it's like, 
you know what? Find a neighbor on your block that you just absolutely despise. And every single time you don't exercise, you have to go shovel their driveway. Or you have to go cut their grass. Something like, you know what I mean? And this neighbor is so brutal that even if you went and did it, you would do it wrong. And he would probably, like, criticize you for it, right? Like, silly things like that. Like, something that you do not want to do, say, like, give yourself a consequence for doing it. And that seems so silly, but tell somebody else in your family and make them hold you accountable and say no matter what no matter what i say if i screw up on this you got to make me do this thing you got to make me donate a hundred dollars to the women's shelter every time i don't exercise this month you like something if you're gonna procrastinate and you're gonna just use tired useless strategies that aren't gonna work there should be like some good that comes out of it at least you know and the thing is, is that when we start giving ourselves new strategies, it doesn't matter how stupid that strategy is. It doesn't matter if that strategy is going to work long term or not. The key important thing is that it's a new strategy and it breaks old patterns so that you're not getting stuck in the same thing over and over. You're not just flying into the window Maybe you start flying into the floor, but you're halfway closer to the door. And when you're not, when you're done flying into the floor and you're like, wow, this isn't working, time for a new strategy. And then maybe you find the door after that, you know? And I think that we kind of have been sold this idea that life is hard. And you know what? Life is not easy. I'm not going to say it is easy. And that like life is this struggle We've been sold that idea. You know what? Like, it is so easy for people to complain. And you know why we complain? You know why we always come up with some crazy problem? Is because that brings people together. You want to have connection with people? You you find something wrong. You, you find something to complain about. Think about it. Think about the people that you're not necessarily friends with. Even if you if you have to make small talk with somebody... It is way easier to find something to complain about than to brag about. And you are going to talk about your... It's way easier to talk about your problems and your shortcomings than it is to talk about your success. Because then they're just going to think that you're arrogant and boastful and trying to sell them something or something. But if you complain and you talk about how different things, you're going to get compassion and sympathy and empathy and you're going to feel connected to that person. And that's why we do that. And that's why... Over the course of our lives, we have been sold this story that life is difficult and life is challenging. But the thing is, is that's why life is exciting. Life is a game. Life is a journey. Life is an adventure. Life is always like you just never know what you're going to get, right? It's a good old box of chocolates. (laughs) And you know what? Sometimes those surprises that come in life are not always what we want. But if we didn't have problems, we wouldn't be human. If we didn't have problems, we wouldn't be alive. And conquering those problems, solving those problems, moving on from those problems, helping other people conquer the problems that we've already conquered, that is what life is about. And so I want you to think about that. Because a lot of times our strategies are 
to just keep us busy. We like if I'm oh if I always have something to do and I always have a perception that I am quote unquote working hard, I am happy. I feel worthy. It doesn't matter how much money I have in my bank account as long as I am working hard. It's everything is okay for me. But like that's just for me as an individual. That's not other people. But I have that. I have that perception because as a little kid, that was a very important skill that my parents wanted to instill in me. My par- both my parents are very hard workers physically, mentally, like in, in every faucet of life. We are like that family that never sits still. If you're not busy, you're lazy. And, you know, like even now, like I can't even, it's, it's actually to a fault. I cannot even sit down and watch a family movie with my kids like as a family without feeling like I got to get up and do something because I'm wasting my time. And spending time with your children is never a waste of time, but that's just my perception and that's how I feel. That's a strategy that I have created to make myself feel worthy, to make myself feel worthy of love. But that's what it is now but back then when I was a small child that was my strategy for achieving um attention and praise and love from my parents okay and so sometimes the strategy becomes the problem because that thing that gave me love and connection with my parents when I was a small child it doesn't give me love and connection with my family now when I can't sit still and I want to run three businesses at one time Right? Like, that does not give me love and connection with my wife. It doesn't give me love and connection with my kids because I cannot turn it off enough to bond with them and connect with them. It definitely gives me connection with any employer I've ever worked for. But that's why I would feel, you know, like I was winning more at work than I was at home. If that makes any sense. So those are some examples where the strategy ends up becoming the problem. And so I challenge you to take a look at your own life, to take a look at your business, to take a look at how you're motivating your staff, how you're maybe dealing with a particular staff member, how you're dealing with one of your children, your the strategy of the relationship you have now with your parents who are at a di- totally different phase in their life. You know, mine too. Like, I'm still trying to achieve and be busy and accomplish all these things to make my parents happy. And now, what would make my parents happy if I just slowed the hell down a little bit and enjoyed my life because they can reflect on their life and and say, you know what, Bonnie? Like, for us, that went by so fast. That went by so fast. So just slow down and enjoy it because, you know what, you're going to have the rest of your life to work and you're going to have the rest of your life to make money but you're only going to get a fixed amount of years with your kids while they're young and they really need you and it was just like wow that's so true and so you got to develop different strategies right and it's not going to just be like when you're not paying attention just like me when I'm not paying attention I go right back into the same like when I'm bored or when I'm Like, when I feel like I've screwed up or did something wrong, or, like, I go right back into the same thing. Can I do everyone's laundry for them? Can I clean the whole house? Can I, like, what can I do? And sometimes it's not about what you can do. It's about who you can be. And 
I got to stop and think about that and look at who can I be for my family. I can be patient and I can be loving and I can be caring and I can be there for them when they need that now. And I can actually spend a little less time at work. I can spend a little less time focusing on marketing and sales. And I can spend a little bit more time outsourcing those things. And yes, that means less money for me right now. If I outsource all of my marketing, if I outsource my bookkeeping, if I outsource cleaning of my house, you know, like in even that, like it's really difficult for me to do and feel like not a useless, worthless piece of crap because I will pay somebody else to clean my house so that I don't have that burden of wanting to do it or feeling like I need to do it. And the thing is, is that in the short term, that means less money. But if you are on a quest to make money strictly to achieve love and connection with your family, then I challenge you on those choices that you're making. And that's one of the biggest self-discoveries I ever made. One of the biggest discoveries I ever made for my whole entire life is that in every effort I made to further my career, to be, to get a promotion, to make more money, all of those things were in an effort to in some way get more love and connection from my family, to be more significant to them, to be more contributing to them. And even though our children don't quite know it when they're young, our kids just want us. Our kids just want our time. Our kids don't want things. Our kids don't want trips. And when I say trips, I'm like, yeah, we might not be able to go to Mexico, but we can go camping, you know? And I think that that's one of the biggest self-discoveries that I made was when I realized why I was working so hard to make the money, I could start to spend the money to spend more time with my kids because that was why I was doing it. So I hope that helps you guys a little bit to unpeel a little bit of your own self-awareness, you know, because as we discover these things, those are for me. Like, I only have the answers for me individually, you know, when, when if I had a coaching conversation with you, I would be able to identify key words and phrases and things that you say, and, but like, I would have to continue to ask and ask and ask until we came to that solution for you. And for a lot of people, that's really effective. It's actually very difficult to look at your own life and see what is so easy to see from the outside. But the thing is, is that we're in such denial because we are married to these ideas of who we are. We're married to our strategies. We are just in wedlock with those things because they are part of our identity. They're part of who we are. It's part of who I am to incessantly work hard and beat my head against the wall until something works. Like that is my strategy for life. And so... I can't, it was very difficult for me to get to the point to see that. And it, well, it was actually that analogy right there that I read to you at the beginning of this book, that metaphor of a fly hitting its head against a wall until it died. (laughs) And I just like envisioned myself 
building houses until I was dead and never having what I wanted the most, which was just the unconditional love and, I don't know, affection of my family, I guess. And as soon as I realized that, as soon as I realized that I was being the fly and what I was doing, that changed everything for me. So I really hope that me reading that to you, if you're in a similar place, helped you understand that the strategy becomes the problem, okay? And I'm going to say it again. This strategy becomes the problem. So take a look at what strategies you are using with other people around you in your life and see if some of those need a little update. All right. I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your day and we will see you on the next Proven Progress podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Like I said before, if you want to book a free strategy session with me or if you want to grab some free resources from my website, visit bonnieprovincial.com. And if you liked what you heard here, please comment and subscribe wherever you're listening to this and share it on your social media. If this is changing your life and helping you make progress and helping you create more happiness in your life, share it with others. That is That is the most beautiful gift we can give ourselves is to share our joy with other people. So post it on your social media and give that gift to somebody else today.